Glorious! Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulkster, whatever they call you, I'm coming after you, you coward! Hello everyone and welcome to Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast and welcome to the debut edition of Positive in Pro Wrestling. I'm your host for today's show, Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE and A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling. And today's show is going to be a little bit different. Um, basically, um, I'm going to talk about some of the best things that I've seen in pro wrestling in the past week. So it is going to include spoilers. So if you don't want to have your show spoiled, um, please turn off the podcast now. If you're happy for that to continue, then then carry on. Basically, uh, the concept is that I'm going to bring you the absolute best from pro wrestling uh, the shows that I've watched. So I can't say I'll be talking about Raw or SmackDown Live or Ring of Honor's uh, weekly show, but I will be bringing you 205 Live, NXT, Five Star Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling. So uh, to kick off, I'm going to talk about 205 Live, and we was all waiting uh, with bated breath to see who would be the new general manager of the company. And it was, well, it is uh, Rockstar Spud who has come onto the scene as Drake Maverick. It's it's amazing to see uh, Rockstar Spud in in this position, and you know the fellow Brummy like myself, he's uh, he was fantastic in British Boot Camp, and then he went on to TNA Impact Wrestling as the chief of staff. And he was fantastic in, you know, different matches. One that um, jumps to my mind was against Kurt Angle for the uh, Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Championship. And he was so close to winning. I remember going to uh, an Impact Wrestling pay-per-view at the, the NIA in Birmingham, uh, the Barker Card Arena now, I think it is. And Spud was the, the star of the show. And, uh, yeah, it's it's always nice to see, um, you know, a, a fellow Brummy doing well. And, you know, even before then, um, I'd watched Spud at um, Anti-Watershed Wrestling slash Alternative Wrestling World. And he was, he was an amazing character, and he's always maintained that. And the wrestling skills were there as well. So, um absolutely chuffed for him and he, he kicked off 205 live and got my interest straight away so that's fantastic and then he introduced uh, a cruiserweight title tournament which i i love watching wrestling tournaments going back to king of ring 93 when uh, my favorite wrestler of all time brett the hitman Hart, went on to become king of the ring so yeah sign me up for any kind of tournament and it kicked off with Cedric Alexander versus Grand Metallic, and it looks like they've like had the shackles taken off um, on 205 Live. 
and this felt very much like a cruiserweight classic match. It was it was a good match, and uh, Cedric Alexander was able to pick up the win with a lumbar check, and he advances in the tournament. And then the the match of the night, uh, once again from a shackles perspective, it looked like TJP's had the shackles taken off as well. Um, you know, it, he was majestic in the cruiserweight classic, and in this match he was fantastic as well. And he was going up against uh, Dudley's own uh, Tyler Bate, who just seems to be growing and in leaps and bounds. I mean, I remember watching a dark match that he had at Fight Club Pro and him and, and Dan Maloney, um, you know, ironically, uh, even before the show, kind of really, really impressed. And I, I told both guys afterwards and to see him just a few years down the line, you know, he's already been the WWE UK champion He's had a fantastic series of matches against the Bruiserweight Pete Dunne and uh, one match of the year for NXT. So, you know, he's just absolutely incredible. And he's incredible from a wrestling perspective and he's incredible from a character perspective and he's incredible from an athleticism perspective. So uh, Tyler Bates got a huge future in front of him and being 19 years old as well. Um, I believe it's 19, it might, might just be 20, but absolutely, um, categorically, a huge star um, and a huge future for the for the young man, uh, which sounds uh, crazy to say, but yeah, 205 Live just, just knocked one out of the park, that was fantastic, and they've got my attention again after, a, you know, a short uh, stagnate, you know, stagnation uh, period where it looked like it was kind of a little bit of the same, same every week kind of thing. So this cruiserweight title tournament and, uh, you know, Rockstar Spud being the GM and the, the dipping into different shows, Roderick Strong versus Hideo Itami. Well, they took Roderick Strong from NXT and Hideo Itami's just come from NXT. So if they can dip in and out of the different rosters and put him in the cruiserweight title tournament, this is going to be as good or if, you know, maybe better than the, the Cruiserweight uh, Classic from, you know, 2016, which you can read about in my uh, WWE book, cheap plug. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, a really good show. I really enjoyed uh, 205 Live. So we're going to NXT now, and Nikki Cross looked great against Lacey Evans, who's got this new, mean uh you know kind of persona where she thinks she's above and better than everyone and um i enjoyed lacy when she was uh you know a hero so it'd be interesting to see how she gets across as a villain but nikki cross is you know another another woman from um british boot camp too uh when she was there as nikki storm and uh, she was fantastic and to see her turn up in WWE and sanity as Nikki Cross, and she plays a character really well. And this was this was a good, uh, you know, woman's match, um, a good uh, match in general, really. And uh, you know, a nice way to start the show. Then we had TM six one of Nick Miller and Shane Fawn returned, and Shane Fawn looks like he hasn't missed a beat. And I've got to say, you know, damn, I miss these guys because. They, they can do the kind of moves that uh, no one else in the tag division can kind of do. Um, I love that high-flying, athletic st- style of wrestling. 
And, um, yeah, it was great to see him back. And once again, missed the match of the night, Tyler Bates. There are two matches of the night in a row. This time against Roderick Strong. And I have to say, this was fantastic. Uh, really good. Really, really good match. Um, back and forth. Looked like it, either man could win. And the new number one contender to UK champion, Pete Dunne, is uh, Roderick Strong. And, you know, that's that's a fantastic win. And he looked really good in doing so. Sup, guys. It's the leader of the Billy Club filling on. And you are listening to Broken But Glorious. And then we move on to five-star wrestling, which was on Thursday night. And the, the highlights of this show, really, were... Um, Joey Axel was a new wrestler I hadn't really heard of. Uh, he was fantastic in the five-star tap or snap championship five-way elimination match. Uh, Adam Maxted and Charlie Sterling looked really impressive in the, the tag team, the five-star tag team championship semi-final. Uh, Zap Gibson stole the show uh, in his pre-match promo against Rey Mysterio in the match against Rey Mysterio. And in the aftermath, and the match was was the match of the night, and then he was, um, yeah, just just a fantastic showing from Zach Gibson. The uh, five star tag team title semi final second match, Al Ligero, Jody Fleisch versus Dave Mastiff and Big Grizzly was a really good uh, big man small man contest and. Um, you know, great athleticism and agility and ability from Ligera and Fleisch and Mastiff and Grizzly looked dominant and like big brutes. So I enjoyed that match. And then uh, Zach Gibson stole the, the main event as well by attacking two, uh, you know, huge stars in John Morrison and Rob Van Dam. So, um, yeah, just, just, you know, talking about the positive, um, the ambition shown by Five Star Wrestling to want to go around the UK in different arenas. I have to applaud that. The you know, if if they make British wrestling and British wrestlers the focus, that'll be um you know, that'll be fantastic for the promotion. And, you know, we've got a weekly British wrestling show on TV and I'm I'm in the camp of I don't care who it is. Um, it, it's just amazing to see British wrestling back on UK TV. So, yeah, fantastic stuff. And then last but no means least, I'm just going to talk about Impact Wrestling from last Friday night's uh, Five Spike here in the UK. It's great to see Matt Seidel as the grand, uh, the Impact Grand Champion. A uh, lot of time and and love for, for Matt Seidel. Uh, been a fan of his for a longest time. So hopefully this is the start of something special for him. I like Caleb Conley and Trevor Lee as a tag team. I think that's that's a pretty cool tag team. And I'll be interesting to see them against, you know, they've set the sights on LAX. So that should be quite cool to watch. And then, of course, the absolute... Uh, story of the night and the story of the week is the greatest man who ever lived Austin Aries is back in Impact Wrestling and not only that he took on Impact Wrestling champion 
Eli Drake, and he beat him after the uh, Brain Buster, and he's the new Impact World Heavyweight Champion, and that's that's incredible, really. Um, you know, that's that's how you reboot a product, really. Aries, you know, you can you can build around Sidel, you can build around Trevor Lee and uh, Caleb Conley. And you you can definitely build around Austin Aries. So, uh, you know, kudos to Scott Moore and Don Callis. Uh, this, is, you know, this is the beginning of something special uh, with Impact Wrestling. All the shows that I've talked about, um, yeah, really, really enjoyed them. And that kind of brings the, the week to an ending, really. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this. And... Um, yeah, hopefully we'll be doing this on a weekly basis, talking about the positive in pro wrestling because there's enough people talking about the negative. So all that's left to say is uh, stay tuned to Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast as we have interviews with Billy Norton, the leader of the Billy Club, and the king of the loserweights, JJ Barker. And of course, Chris... Lapping and Nick Davey will be back in the future as we talk about the Elimination Chamber review. And I am Oliver Newman, author of A Fan's Perspective 2016, What a Year to Be a Fan of WWE, and A Fan's Perspective, One Man's Exploration of British Wrestling, available on paperback and Kindle via Amazon now. And I'm a proud member of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcasts. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Bye for now. Bye.